What's your Perfect. favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Yeah. Welcome to you. Can sip with us. Hey, I'm Colleen. I'm hey. Ashley. Hey. Hey. What you sipping on? Okay, Anything? I I have prepared myself. That's a nice little mug. Isn't this cute? Yeah. Is so it hearth and hand? Target? It is not. It oh. is um it was a gift to me from my friend Kibos. Oh. And it was someone that she knows who creates like you know, these. Um, I don't know what else she makes, but it's like she's an artist. Yeah. And I just love this mug a lot. It looks like um like a sturdy, cozy mug. It's one that when I see it in the cupboard, yeah. it makes it me time. happy. Yes. And I grabbed tea that it's just fine. Okay. It's uh yeah. Turmeric ginger tea, but yeah. what I think I should have grabbed was the old tried and true Egyptian licorice. Yeah, because that is like just the pinnacle. So I like the one with mint in it too. Yeah. Do you like? I thought you didn't like black licorice. I don't, but I like that tea. Oh, that's Egyptian so funny. licorice. I love that tea. I don't even doesn't just it like have it. a pretty a, strong licorice flavor? Yeah. Oh, that's and funny. I don't hate black licorice. I okay. just prefer. I don't seek it out. Okay, like okay. you, like oh, going yeah. candy shop. You're seek like, it out. okay, I need black licorice. Yes. And I, like I wouldn't ever grab it or buy it. But like we're sitting around playing cards. It's there. I'll, I'll take one. A few. Yeah, black jelly not... beans. Fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Again, not. I'm neutral. That's in. That's also interesting because I feel like there's not a lot of people that lie in the neutral zone when it comes to black licorice. Yeah. I would have said you either love it or you hate it. Yeah. If there was going to be someone, it. that's me though. There's there's got to be someone that's you. <laughs> if it's, I mean, like, yeah. If there's going to be someone, it's going to leave be it up you. to me. Yeah. To see the to, to be to the find good the neutral. Knit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I got a question for you. What? And I want to ask you what. It, I'm also going to ask you what are you drinking? But before that. Speaking of mugs and cupboards, yeah, are you the kind of person that would rather have a set of the same when it comes to coffee or tea, like mugs, right? Okay. Or are you more of the person who opens the cupboard and you like unique, unique, and then you can kind of pick, yeah, which one? Now, do you like? sets of two like if no. one is similar to the other like the same mug but like one is red and one is gray but they're like similar no well i don't really have any of that yeah i have totally one-off standalone mugs all of them i don't think i have two of the same yeah so chris and i were always in this constant i well he likes sets of two. Oh, living in the same place okay I have been t- breaking those sets up and sending them to the cabin, the Airbnb. Oh, right. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm like, this is perfect. Yeah. Perfect. This- we've got two of everything. Then we've got two houses. I have the same ones over there. But then yeah. it creates, indiv- it's that individual choice yeah. at both. But right. He caught me. Which is great for you. <laughs> he caught Not me. Not so great for Chris. <laughs> the other night, I'm like putting a box together of things to take there. Yeah. And I, he saw me open the cupboard and just take, you know, strip the sets out. He's like, what are you doing? Hey, <laughs> cool. uh, this is perfect. Uh, yeah. 
He's like, you know, I like I like the sets. I was like, yeah, okay. Well, I don't. <laughs> right. You know, I'm like, this is a great solution. Happy wife, happy life, babe. Yeah. Don't forget. But we're long story short, we're keeping the sets here. He wins. He yeah. wins. We gotta but it, acquiesce a, a time or two. I don't know why it like bugs me though. The sets, like, you or like, like the variety. I, I don't even like getting like the same shirt but different colors. Okay. If it's a t-shirt, that's fine. But like, if it was like. I don't know. Like, I went to Old Navy, which should be a rant, Old Navy. Oh, yeah. And what it does to me. Okay, great. The state it sends me in of, like, I go in for one thing. and Are you going to rant about this or are we going to rant about it now? I'm just going to, I'm kind of riffing ranting. Okay, because I could go, I could also, I will join your riff of Why don't we press pause then on this and revisit yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, that we yeah. should do. We should literally because I went into Old Navy yesterday, and I it put me in a certain state. Yeah, and we'll talk. Let's talk about that later. Should we put it like at the end of this episode? Because I yeah. would kind of like to dive into that. Yeah, okay. we'll put it at the end of this episode. But what? Oh, well, oh, they had just blouses like there up on things. Okay, but they. I'm like, oh, those are so cute. But they were like similar. Just the cut was the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. But the patterns were different. Yeah. I can't do that. So I can't have like wow. the same okay. cut blouse what brand. Only tops though. Like so if you find a pair of pants, you're like, yeah, okay, I'll get those. Or leggings. I'll get those in a bunch oh, of that's colors. Fine. Or is it- that's okay, fine. so it's really just the tops. Tops. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I have probably eighteen of those one tank tops that I wear from Target. Mm. I get them in every freaking That's color. different though. Oh, that's why? for like a base layer. Okay. I don't know why it's different, but that wouldn't bother me. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, is is good. this is good yeah, to know. There's wiring. It's really unique wiring up yes. here in my head. All right. Yeah. I don't know. So man. it really only applies to mugs <laughs> and blouses. <laughs> Everything else is okay. Like, or like t-shirts that are not like that, you're fine. layered. Like not t- not the basics. Well, what if I just wear? But I don't ever lay. I don't hardly ever layer the tank top. I just wear the tank top by itself. That's still fine. Okay, all right. <laughs> this Great. is just a black tank. Right. You gotta have a good amount of the, the things you like. The yeah, basics. I like the cut. I like the. I yes. like the variety of colors. That's fine to me. Okay. I guess if it if it's yeah anything outside of like the basics. Then, yeah, then we've got an issue. We have a, bi- a major problem. How do you feel about our merch? Because we well, tend it's to not use the, the same, same brands. That's fine. They're totally different. We should Why? talk about merch, too. <laughs> Why are they different? Have you, you know, seen like we merch? put the same, it's like when we did the spring collection, we had like four or five different styles on the same tee, different color yeah. tee, right? But like Vibe Surfer, Sips About to Go Down, Total Sip Show. Those were all on comfort colors. Different designs, different colors. And they're also kind of like those nice basics. Okay. They're like t-shirts. Sounds very confusing. We've never released blouses. Have we ever released blouses? No. No? There's your answer. But I did wear my tie-dye shirt the other day that has the day drinker, day dreamer, crossed out day drinker on it. And I thought we need to do more tie-dye because I really like that one. I love tie-dye. It's a softie. Yeah. What are you sipping on? Okay, so back in like November or December, this company reached out and was like, or someone sent it about being like a seltzer ambassador. I was like, okay. Okay, fine. So I signed up. Actually, I think Kara might have sent it to us. 
now that I'm thinking about it and you were pregnant, so you couldn't, but I applied to be a part of this seltzer tasting and they have an advent calendar of hard seltzers and I don't remember what the company is called. So I applied, I I got selected (gasps) and then they sent me the box, which I didn't know that they had sent it to me because then we had an onboarding meeting and the onboarding meeting was like, okay, we, we've been selected. We're so excited. This was back in December, probably when the meeting was, or maybe it was November. It was probably November then because if it's Advent, it had to be before. I got an Advent calendar of booze in the mail as well. Wait, this year? Mm hmm. And And I gave it to my parents. Oh, right. Wait. Of hard seltzers? Maybe it was wine. I got an Advent wine calendar. Oh, just randomly. And you don't know who it was from? No, I can't remember. Anyway, so. Um, So, okay, yeah. So I was a taste bud. And. Uh, that's what it was called. Taste bud from hard seltzer box co. And so I get on the phone with them. This is longest story. So stupid. I could just tell you what I'm drinking, but instead I'm going to tell you everything else. I'm on the Um, edge of my seat. So I, I get on this call and they're like, here are the requirements to be a part of this. You have to like create you need to be posting like four times a week in your stories, create two reels, a standalone post. Um, We need this and this and this and this and this and this. And I was like, what? Yeah. Am I turning into your company? Yeah. And it's free. It's all they did was send me the thing, right? It's not like a paid, the amount of work that that would have required. And the amount of people it would have turned off. What? And the amount of people it would have turned off. Yes. Yeah. So then I looked at the other people that were selected and none of them were like actual influencer. Like they were just people that drink a lot of like one guy yeah. drinks we- beers and tastes them and like talk, but he had like 600 followers, right? Like it's not his full-time job. Um, but I was like, my rate is thousands. And they just sent me this box. And I was like, and if it's a company that I'm excited about, I don't charge. Like, I'm like, cool, this is a fun thing. Like, I'm happy to share. I would have totally shared about it on my stories. But then when I saw the requirements, I'm like, yo, I am out. This is yeah. crazy. Tell me where to cut the check to sell yeah. up on the seltzer and we'll call it a day. Yes, that's yeah. what I said. So I got off and I was like, yeah, no, I don't think this, sorry. Like, I don't, this isn't going to work for me. I hadn't gotten the seltzer yet. Um, I was like, I don't think this is going to work for me. Sorry, you know, whatever. And then she got back and she's like, oh, well, we already have sent the box to you. Do you think that you could still post about it? And so I got on the phone with her. I was talking to her. Yeah, I, I could, you know, I could still post about it. Um, and then I never did. But uh, I'm telling you guys now. I mean, so anyway, the point is, finally, it's been sitting in my house because I didn't know if I was going to be like sending it back to them, what they wanted right. me to do. But right. it was sitting in my house and we had people over last night for the UFC fight. And I have no alcohol in the house because I haven't been drinking. But I had this 24 cans of hard seltzer advent calendar. So I pulled them all out, put them in the fridge, and we did some samplers last night. Long story longer, I am, I've brought two of them into the tasting room today. And it is, one is full transparency, hard seltzer, passion fruit, orange guava. It looks like this might be pretty from, can. Yeah, made in DC. Yeah. President, what is this? Congress house uh, or something on there? I can't see And then see this it, yeah. one, I think I've seen this brand in the store, Susie's Organic Hard Seltzer. Um, it's green apple and I'm. I love an apple mm. seltzer. Uh, Perrier makes one that I love. Yeah. So I got that as my backup. Um, and if you guys want to check it out, it is called Hard Seltzer Box Co. So there I've, I've, I've held up my end of the box. Settled bargain. up. 
Yes. Um, they do sell things like all throughout the year, but then around November, you can also buy this advent calendar. Beautiful. But so those are the things that I'm sipping on. We got to launch our new merch. Yes. Yes. Well, it's a special, it's not a new merch line. This is a special treat. It's a special treat. I don't know what your guys' St. Patty's Day plans are, but you should feel festive. Kiss you should feel that. excited. Look, and if I, over the Irish. When I think of St. Patty's Day, I think about that party we went to downtown Portland years and years ago where we got badges of some kind and pretended we were VIPs walking around. It was the best night. Weren't we VIP badges? I don't Because we were like what? walking through the crowd holding them out as Pretending, if- but I think we were faking something. Okay, they were just, they were nothing. They were just lanyards that we were pretending. But we were trying to like get ahead of lines for beer. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, this is we're like, really Excuse me, together. yes, we have the VIP pass. Yeah. And people are like, okay. <laughs> and people be like, okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. This that's is awkward, but I have this VIP pass. <laughs> we and then I like feel like 20. some people did call 22. us out, right? Nope, like, no, what is that? Yeah. That's not a yeah. thing. No we're one like, called us out? I don't. I can't remember, but I, if they did, we just confidently said. I mean, I don't ever remember feeling shaken or unsure. Yeah. I just remember the power. Yeah. The that it was. had. Yeah. And I also remember that we had cute shirts on, and I love putting on like a cute something for St. Patty's Day, yes. even if you're just like making dinner for the family or like whatever. And I just yeah. love being. I love this festive holiday stuff we're doing this year. So we. I've been working with closely with Brittany, who's our merch uh, collaborator extraordinaire. And there is the cutest St. Patty's Day design in a t-shirt yes. and a cotton long sleeve today available. Yeah. And it will get to you by St. Patty's Day as long as you order by the, the 14th. She said 14th. depending where they are, it because I think she's in Kentucky, maybe depending on shipping, you could possibly order it on the 15th and it would still get to you in time, but by the 14th for sure. Um, and what I love about what we're doing it, what we're trying to do at least is not have them be so loudly screaming holidays that you yeah. can't wear them other times. Right. Yep. So this one, you guys have to go look at it, but it's a super cute, like kind of swirly design um, or wavy looking words that says, I'm feeling lucky AF. I think I'm feeling lucky AF with feeling like a lucky AF smiley face in the middle with clover eyes. I it's believe so cute, but we're doing it on like a, almost like a, uh, would you call that seafoam green? Yeah. It's not like, you know, the Kelly green or emerald. It's a it's like cute, sort of greenish light blue. and bright green. Yeah. Yeah. So we feel, Call was like, oh, I totally rock that. I like a blackjack table or something, right? Like it's not just a St. Patty's Day. And that's what we also tried to do with Valentine's. I mean, the B-Wine one, I guess maybe, I mean, even that could be worn year round, I feel like. So go to sipsquadpod.com slash shop. Yes. And we'll also um, make a noise about this over on our Instagram at you can sip with us. But they're so... Freaking cute. Yeah. And snag them up now because we're only doing this as a limited release, like yeah. for St. Patty's Day. And yeah. then it's going It'll away. sell out. And then once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. We're going to do a bit. Our next big release is going to be, you know what? We should get on it before like Memorial Day because it was going to be, I was going to say 4th of July because it's going to be sort of like Americana vibes. But like you also yeah. want that stuff for Memorial Day. Yeah. Totally. You know? So we should probably get the ball rolling on that. But that's going to be the next one where we'll have probably multiple styles um, because there's many times throughout the year where you could use American Americana type. Hell yeah. 
shit to wear, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So we're excited. And you guys love it. And so that makes us very excited. All right. You guys have heard us talk about Curology before. One of our favorite partners. I have not, as soon as we started partnering with Curology, I've never looked back. Yeah. It is straight up. It is my whole skincare routine. Um, And I'm so thankful that we heard about them um, because I really, honestly, like it is all I use on my face. It is a game-changing custom skincare made for you by a dermatology provider. Curology will create a custom prescription cream for your specific goals, whether that's tackling acne, clogged pores, skin texture, dark spots, fine lines, or something else. You start by taking a short online quiz and uploading photos. If it's a good fit, they'll ship you your formula right to your door. It even has your name on the bottle. I um, actually was just thinking that I might... So it's from an actual doctor, like a dermatologist, which I love. You send them pictures, right? Um, And then they'll put your custom formula together. And I was actually thinking, I have very sensitive skin. So I have a very low concentration of Trentinoin, and then I have azelaic acid and niacinamide in my mine, but I feel like I've built up now a tolerance where I could go a little more intense. So I'm about to reach out to the provider again to say, Hey, can we up the Trentinoin, which is the retinol, which I love for like fine lines, wrinkles, cellular turnover, all of those things. But I love that you get to like, as your skin evolves, right? I started on more of an acne clearing one and now it's targeting fine, fine lines and wrinkles. So you can easily make those adjustments. And I love that. So get started with Curology, Curology, just like we did with a free 30-day trial at Curology.com slash SIP. Just pay $5 for shipping and handling. That is C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash SIP to start your free 30-day trial. You can cancel anytime. Prescription is subject to consultation. All right. You ready to two-sip it up? I'm ready to two-sip it up. Take a swig of your salts. I will. While I read you our first first one that comes from a double fist or soul sipper. And if you guys are in a pickle, if you want our opinion on something, if you want to just send us a little note, hit us up at you can sip with us at gmail.com. Or we have a form on our Sip Squad pod um, website as well where you can write into two sips. Uh, Give us a call and ask us a question. So this one comes from Anonymous, Double Fister Soul Sipper. Okay. I'm 26 years old and my boyfriend is also 26 years old. We've been together for seven years. We have a dog together and we own a house together. Our relationship is good, but I'm ready to move to the next step and get married. We've talked about this and we both know we will, but I'm sick of waiting. I've tried bringing it up and talking about it, but then he goes and says that I keep pressuring him. When I ask him if he's ready and if he really wants to, he always says yes, so I'm not sure what he's waiting for. I really don't want to wait another year. I want kids one day and I want our parents to be able to be grandparents and our future kids to grow up with grandparents because I wasn't lucky enough for that and our parents are older. I want the next step and I don't know what to do. Any advice or insight would help. Both 26. Okay. Okay, while you think of a good response, I have a quick response. Oh, (laughs) okay. okay. She's pulling up something on her phone. (laughs) Yeah. When we were talking, uh, okay, in a little bit, you guys, we're going to be talking about the Love is Blind 
reunion show. Uh-huh. At the kind of the end of the reunion show, uh, Nick and Vanessa Lachey pitched a new show that's coming up on Netflix. Did you yeah. see that part? Yeah. It's, to me, it looks like Temptation Island. It does, which is so exciting. Yes. But it's called The Ultimatum, and it is specifically for people who are waiting oh, uh-huh. to shit or get off the pot uh-huh. when it comes to getting married. Yes. So I think you should quickly submit Ooh. your application to The Ultimatum. Yeah. That's what I think. Okay. Uh, so that's, that's my your bad answer. Um, well, yeah, that's my answer. Yeah. You need okay. the Lachey's to help you sort this out on live TV in yeah. front of everybody with an yeah. audi- audience of America. I don't like the Lachey's. Well, we'll like, talk about temptation. Well, uh, I mean, sorry, uh, sorry, apologies. Right. Okay. Oh, can um, I also say really quick though, before you have your be- better answer than me? No, it's not going to be better. It's going to be whatever it is. <laughs> I left you a lot of room. That's true. There. That's true. Probably will but be better. When I heard the ultimatum pitch, I was like, actually, I'm totally down for this, and it starts yeah, in April. But I'm all in. I was like, why? I mean, it's not that different than Temptation Island. So agree. That's why I'm excited right. about and it. And I was like, oh, this is great. But I, no, I have that's news fair. for you, though. Okay, I have news what? for you, though. So I was like, when is Temptation Island going to be back? It oh. made me think. Yeah. So I, I went to the old Google. The old Googskies. Guess what? What? We can watch it. We're recording on Sunday the 6th. Comes out tomorrow on the seventh. Oh my god! By the time you guys are listening to this right now, a new season of Temptation Island will be starting, and I think it's like you have to wait each. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, is it just a week? We can't binge, but we can. So we'll be actually uh, everybody, everybody. (laughs) We well, oh, oh, I know where you're going already. I think we're totally gonna be talking about this over on Patreon. Yeah, P A T. R-E-O-N.com slash you can sip with us. That's where you go to sign up for your Friday episodes. Which, by the way, we I just want to give a shout out to the patrons because we've doubled almost the recently. Yes. Our, our squad over there. Yes. And uh, I just want to say shout out to those of you who have joined us over there. And if you're still, you know what? This is your ultimatum. Yeah. Shit or get off the pot. Yes. But like also just shit. And by that, we mean join us on Patreon. <laughs> yes. Shit your $5 out. Yeah. <laughs> Come join us on Patreon. But we'll be talking about Temptation Island over there. And call. I can't wait. Call. That is yeah. my favorite yeah. Yeah. reality show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like I have a lot of thoughts about this. Um, Initially, my thought is like, what's the rush? You're 26 and your brain is saying like, oh, well, I want my grandparents to be, or I want my parents to be grandparents and I'm going to have kids and da, da, da. Like you can have kids for another 10 years, really, like pretty safely. My sister's 38, um, almost 39. Yeah, she had one at 38, very healthy, normal pregnancy. I know people have had them into their 40s. So, you know. I feel like you're fine there. I feel like that might be a little bit of an excuse. And I just want you to gut check yourself on why do you actually want to marry him? Um, if those are your legit reasons that it's like, I have a fear of, I need to have babies now. My clock is ticking and grandparents. I think you should do some work on like calming that down because, um, it's, it's actually not really true. Like you'll be fine. Right. I mean, we could die any day. We could die and go get in a car accident anytime we drive. Like anything could happen to us. So I, I don't know if 
like what's going to happen with your grand, you know, your parents being grandparents, or if you're going to, we don't know any of that stuff, but that's not the way we want to live our life anyway. But at 26, you've got a lot of time. I mean, Cole is going to be 37, right? In this, in August, I am 37, but you're having your second baby right now. Like that's a lot of time. And so that's what makes me think that maybe that's not the real reason. And it's the socially acceptable reason to say like why I want to get married. But I'm more curious if you want that because it makes, and I only say this because I think this was part of um, my reason initially to getting married and that I hear a lot of women is like, then I'm worthy. Then I'm Mm. worthy of love. Once I know that someone is going to commit to me, then I'm good. And I actually have a client right now who's, it's a male, I'm coaching the male side of it, but his girlfriend keeps giving him this ultimatum and it's actually pushing him farther away. He's like, I do want to take the next step with her. I do want to be with her. He's like, I just financially want to be in a different spot. I want to get her the, I want to be able to afford the kind of ring that she deserves. And he's like, I took her on this trip for, I'm trying to be like very vague about it, but like I took her on this trip for her birthday and it was around Valentine's day. And he's like, and it's been weird ever since we got home. And I'm assuming he, he didn't say this, but I was like, I wonder if her brain was thinking that the proposal was going to happen. And so now he's, she's Mm. let down and it's like, she's missing out on living life with this guy now because she's so set on, I need a proposal to say that this is going to that he's in this. So I would say, what is your true and honest, like in your gut, what is the reason that you want this? If it is the baby thing, I think you can calm that down um, and try to just be, enjoy more in the moment. But if it is because you feel like that is you needing to feel worthy of love, because that's a very female, that's what we're sort of taught as little girls, right? Like we should grow up and find a partner and find someone to like procreate with and stuff. Um, so I think that's a very normal thought process, but I don't think that it's necessarily healthy or right. And I think it's robbing you of some of your joy right now. Um, and then I also think it's probably making, like if you're giving him these kinds of ultimatums, it's probably pushing him away if he's the person you want to be with. Now, the other side of that, if it's like, no, I literally like, maybe there's this, question of, does he not want to be with me? Then you don't want to be wasting your time. So I think then an ultimatum is fine. If it's like, look, I want to be with me. I'm committed. If, if we're not engaged by a year, that's totally fine. Like I don't want to rush you. I want you to go at your own pace, but I want you to know very clearly where I'm at. And if you're not still, if you don't know in another year, or if we haven't figured something out in another year, then I'm going to have to move on. And I feel like that'll be a hard thing to say, right? But then you have to follow through. This is the other thing. Women try to put these boundaries up and they're like, here's my ultimatum. And then they don't follow through on it. And that is not a healthy, that's actually manipulation is what that is. It's not an ultimate, it's not a boundary that supports you. It's manipulation. And so I don't have an issue with you giving an ultimatum, but I want you to get really clear with yourself on where you're coming from on that. Um, And then... Also, if it is a thing where it's like, how is it possible you don't know that I'm for you? Okay, I'm going to go, then maybe I'm going to, I'm going to trust that you're not like, I thought it was going to be you and maybe it's not, I'm going to go find someone else. Right. And if you're meant to be with this person, you will. But I think right now this thought is really robbing you of a lot of joy and there's no problem with that. I just want to show you that there are options in the way that you're thinking about it. Yeah. With your example that you shared too, and with this, it's also almost like there's a lot of guessing going on in the void mm-hmm. of communication from your partner. Yes. Like guys aren't good at communicating. Yes. And women like really seek that out. Yes. And so in the lack of communication, it's like, 
this feeling of this is the person that I'm going to be making important life steps with. Mm-hmm. And like, are they on the same page? Right. Hope right. so. And maybe it is a money thing. Maybe he is like trying to save up to get you a ring and you don't know. So like, I wonder if there's an opportunity to open up a line of communication and say that like, Hey, I don't want to pressure you. And it's clear you feel pressure. So let's like take that off. And I right. will like remove the like, this pressure that you're feeling by like asking all the time, but can you give me a little bit of insight to help me understand it? Like, tell me, understand like where you're, where you're at so that I can be supportive. Yes. Like, can you meet me there? Can we meet in in this space? And like, do you have any kind of ballpark? Right. Right. (laughs) No. Yeah. Like that would help me like help me, you know, if, I think but, if you're going to ask him to be honest with you, you also need to go into that conversation totally. being honest with him. Totally. Here is this. One of my favorite lines that Brene Brown taught me is the story I'm telling myself is right. So if part of it is like mm-hmm. that you are feeling like he doesn't, the story I'm telling myself is that you're not sure you want to marry me or that you don't know if you want to be with me. Right. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Or is it a financial thing? Because I know for the client that I have, it really is a financial thing, but it's turning him off because what it's telling him is like they go on this vacation and she's upset or whatever. And he's like, I, I'm never good enough. That is yeah. now the story that he's telling himself, right? Because he does these things to try to make her feel special and it's not good enough because what she wants is a proposal, but he doesn't feel like he can give her the ring and the wedding that she deserves yet. Right. So yeah. then it's like hammering his confidence. And it's the same thing as what you're saying. It's just like, not open. yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you think about girls proposing to guys? I think it's awesome. I think so too. Yeah. I feel like in this day and age, it's, it's up. And I also think guys, I don't think we should change, take each other's names anymore. I'm not regretting that I took John's because I like being a part of a family, but I don't love the precedent of females just take the man's name. Why don't yeah. men sometimes take women or why can't we just like, there's lots of cultures around the world. They don't do that. You know, I don't know. I just feel like F the patriarchy as many ways as I can. Yeah. And I haven't always done that. Right. Like I did change my name and I'm not going to change it back to my maiden name, but there is just always a lot of pressure on guys. It seems like, yeah, like not only with proposals, proposal, but like yeah. asking women out and yeah. asking women to the dance in school. And, yeah. and that's like, really hard. <laughs> yes. A lot of pressure, you know, and initiating sex too. I feel like falls on the men a lot, which is a very vulnerable place to be for them. There's a guy that I follow on Twitter who is producer of the bachelor mm-hmm. or used to be. And his now fiance proposed to him. Oh. He po- did this post the other day. that was like, um, it's been six months since the love of my life. Molly proposed to me. And like, oh. it just was, I, it was the first time I'd ever like seen an actual yeah. example of that. If you are someone listening to this podcast who is a female who proposed like to your yes. partner, <gasps> could you email us at you can sit with us oh at gmail.com or uh, sorry, not at you can sit with us. Just you can sit with us at gmail.com. I would just love to hear your story. Yeah. Okie doke. Um, here we go. This comes from Catherine. Hi, ladies. First off, love you and the pod. I have a sticky sister-in-law situation. I'm currently five months postpartum with my first baby. I have postpartum depression that hit hard at six weeks, but I'm doing much better thanks to medication and therapy. I've been slowly sharing things like reposts on Instagram and Facebook about postpartum. 
and the struggles as I get more comfortable talking about it and sharing my story. Recently, I shared a post and didn't think much of it. Come to find out, my sister-in-law shared it after me, but posted it with a long rant about how she didn't agree with the stuff it said and said, if you can't handle it, you shouldn't have kids. Holy shit. She has three of her own. And the baby blues pity party needs to stop. Suck it up, buttercup. Oh, my gosh. Wow. (laughs) Oh, whoa. Apparently, she has she has me blocked from seeing only the specific post, but it was brought to my attention. I thought my sister-in-law and I had become close over the years, but this feels like maybe she doesn't feel the same way. Would you confront her and ask her about it if it was you or just keep on with life? Uh, thanks. Love your double fist or soul sipper. OG for life. Yeah. Okay. So this one, I have a lot of like a lot of reactions to like in my, like, like impulsive, like I feel a little fire in my chest on behalf for Catherine Mm -hmm. that like postpartum depression and baby blues is very real. Yeah. And everyone's postpartum experience, that aside, everyone's postpartum experience is very different. And no matter what that experience is, that is for that person to experience. And it is like very real. And it is for no one else to judge or discount or like make little like I'm just uh, very shocked at your sister-in-law's behavior. I think it's completely inappropriate. I want you to know that you do not need to suck it up or get over it or whatever. Like, and I think you know that. I think in this email, that's not the issue here. The issue is uh, this tension now. Like, yeah. that's with your sister in law, the fact that she did that in a very public way. Uh-huh. Um, and intentional. Like, if she's blocked yeah. in that post, it's like, that's very intentionally, then it seems like about you. Uh, yes. If you're the only, you know, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if you don't talk to her and you just start like, it's going to be very difficult for you to be in family situations and just pretend like everything's fine. Yeah. This is family. This is someone that I'm imagining you're going to be around at Thanksgiving, at Christmas, at like kid, like for the rest of your life, for so many things. I would definitely talk to her about it. I would definitely talk to her about it. And I think you should let her know that this was brought to your attention. And um, I would very much like to hear like what she has to say about that. <laughs> like, I am like <clears throat> thinking you have to, there has to be a conversation. Mm-hmm. She has to know the impact on you because what's we'll to stop her from doing it again. Mm. Like, I, I, like she needs to be, I think this is like, a learning opportunity for her, for her and it's not your job to necessarily teach her that but if you feel comfortable like holding firm with your experience the way that this like her words impacted you it's important for her to know exactly where you are mm-hmm. what she chooses to do with that is like her life and then like you can't control that but i think it's very important that she needs to know it's impacted you mhm so that there's an opportunity to resolve this because you are family. Mm-hmm. 
dude. Um, okay. I was waiting to see if you were going to say, yeah, you should talk to her about it. Because, you know, for me, it's like, yeah, I'm going to talk to everybody about everything all of the time. Like, it, it's never yeah. a thought for me to not talk about something that would affect me like that. But I wanted to see if you thought, you know, yes. So the answer is yes, you should talk to her about it. I also agree. Um, but sometimes I just have to check in and be like, because I, I talk yeah. to whenever anything's bothering me. I usually this talk is about big, it. though. Um, yeah. And the... The only thing I would say is like it's it will be very easy for you to go in there guns blazing um and talk to her about it, right? And I think probably your you'll get a ton of validation from like your girlfriends that you talk to about of like, yeah, that's wrong, that's rude, right? Um but how it does that help you? And so my thought is go in there like with try as much as you can, I think, to have compassion because clearly that is someone that's hurting, like for sure. Um, and I don't know whether it was intentional that she was hurting you or not. But yeah. when I post things like that, like when there are things where I've done it before, where someone posts something and then I will go on and try to counter that thing without explicitly calling that person out. Right. And I'm doing it from a place. It's not from a healthy place when I do it. And I don't even know if it's like, I don't even know the feeling that I'm doing it from, but it is not from a healthy place. Right. And I'm not intending to hurt that person, but I am like wanting to make sure that they are like in my brain, it's like justifying the fact that I think that they're wrong. I will say, I don't think you're wrong. I think that's a crazy thing to say about mental health. Like it's like, I don't know, like the comparison for me, it doesn't make sense to me when people have this stigma around mental health. It's like, would she say that if you had diabetes, right? Like if you can't handle it, you should just never, um, never have sugar or something. Like if you can't handle getting diabetes, I don't know what the comparison is, but like, to me, that's crazy to be like, if you can't handle it, you shouldn't be a mom. Uh, what? And also how are you supposed to know if you're going to be able to handle it or not? Because until you have those kinds of thoughts and the chemistry in your brain and your hormones, like you wouldn't know. So, and also you are handling it. Like here you are still alive. So like a hundred percent success rate on handling it, even if you're not through it yet and you're struggling, like that is still handling it. So it's a weird thing that she said. And so as you're, as a girlfriend of yours, I'm like, you're totally right. And that makes sense. And kind of where a call is, right. These pricklies come up like what the hell. But as then, if I move into the life coach chair where I try to remain neutral and just see, okay, how can we get you feeling better? I don't think going in super defensive is going to be effective with her because she's then going to get defensive back. And then I think it could escalate. But if it's like, Hey, I saw this, like this was sent to me and, and I would probably, I don't know if I would do it over text. Like maybe, Hey, do you want to get out, go out? And, And maybe that's really hard. But I would want to confront her face to face. Yeah. Um, just not as like this is, but I don't want her to have time to think about a lie or like calculate. Like I really want to understand where she's coming from, why she yep. did that. So like, yeah, you don't hey, want her on her heels. Right. Yeah. So, but like, hey, this, I don't, and and I think I saw this on TikTok when someone says something that is like you're in a group of people and someone tries to intentionally like bring you down or make fun of you, um, stopping and not getting defensive, not whatever, defending yourself. Just like, Hey, what did you mean by that? And then they have to like double down on what they said or like defend what they said, but just like, Hey, what did you mean by that? Mm. Right. So just like, Hey, this was brought to my attention and like, 
I don't know. I saw it was blocked from me. It's hard not to take it personally, but can you tell me what you meant by that? Or like, what is your experience with this? Right. Instead of like, Hey, I saw this and you blocked me and it just feels really hurtful and rude. And I thought we were closer than that. And I don't know why you would do that. Right. It just, there's a different energy there. Yeah. But if you can just sort of get her talking. Yeah. Get her talking. Cause clearly she's hurting. That's the only way that you would do something that hurtful to someone is she's got something going on in her brain and maybe yeah. it's she struggled with postpartum depression or depression herself and isn't strong enough to ask for help. And so then she, when someone does ask for help, instead of her feeling like she's doing the wrong thing, she passes the like over to you that you're doing the wrong thing by talking about it. We don't know. Right. But if you, I do think it needs to be spoken about and just trying as much as you can to think yeah. like, okay, even if she meant to hurt me, she's not a bad person. Like, she's clearly hurting and I want to understand. Yeah. I'll guarantee you, you take her out to Ashley's point and talk to her face to face. She'll never do this to you again. Yeah. So, and I, and if, if all, if the only W column point is that, that this never happens again. Yeah. Cause I don't know how much you're going to be able to change her. Mm-hmm. I do think she could be going, she could be, there could be a lot of turmoil in her. Yeah. For Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. And I also think maybe she's never actually like met someone who's had postpartum depression or baby blues. But like the way that like if that's true, then why would she have such a strong feeling about it that like, you you know, to me, it's almost like she went through it and her experience. I don't know. Psychologically, it just seems like like it's easier to like cast stones on. Like, I think it's easier for people to like hate, let's say, a gay person if they don't actually know someone and like have any kind of experience and therefore like empathy i don't know what changes people's minds on things but like and it's not up to you Catherine, to like change your mind or to know what's going on in her there's probably a lot that we don't know yeah but i definitely think if you get her talking and bring awareness to it this will never happen again yeah yeah nor should it Uh should we take one more or I just feel like one more is good. One more. Okay. Um, this comes from Lisa. I need some advice and there is absolutely no one I can ask that will be impartial. I know in my gut, I know in my gut, I know what should be the right answer. Oh, then okay. why are you asking? So I would like a different perspective, mm-hmm. but I'm also a good girl and rule follower. Uh, so I would like a different perspective. I've been married for 32 years. For the most part, it has been the usual ups and downs. Certainly not perfect by any stretch. I'm easygoing and shy away from conflict and have put up with a lot over the years. He is strong-willed and self-centered and has a strong personality. I have never cheated and have never been remotely interested in anyone else until now. We moved to a new state, a dream location for us, and I started a new job, developed a crush on a guy and cannot shake it. Mm. It has become all consuming. Mm. We talk and flirt, but that's it. Never see each other outside of work. This is a coworker. No social media contact, but I think about him all the time and fantasize about a life with him. He's a very kind person who seems sad and in need of love and care, and I'm caring and compassionate and a rescuer. I would be an idiot to throw away the life I have, but I'm so torn. I am not sure I am in love with my husband and have felt this way for 
um, a long time before the move, it also could just be a season of marriage. Do I make waves and see where my life may take me or stay with what has been a good life, but not a passionate one? My parents divorced when I was 24 and it sucked. And I don't want to put my adult kids through that. So that holds Mm. me back too, aside from blindsiding my husband. Help. (laughs) Um, When people write in about decisions like this, it's very hard for me to weigh in because like there's no way in hell we could know what the right answer is for you. Yeah. Um, so what I would say, and even if it was like Colleen, even if it was my best friend asking me this question, I would not be able to tell her to stay or to go. I do not know what is right, but I would like the stance that I take is what are your reasons? What are your reasons for staying? What are your reasons for going? Um, if your reasons for staying are because like, you don't want to put your kids through that. I don't think that's a good reason. I think it's also robbing your kids of Like you said, it sucked when your parents got divorced when you were 24, but also how did it help shape you? How did it help yeah. form you? How did it like, I mean, you grew through, we don't grow through the easy shit. We grow through the hard stuff. And so you could potentially also look at it as I'm staying for them, but you're also robbing them of maybe a level of growth that they need to go through. Um, so, and also like, I, I always go back to Glennon Doyle's book when it comes to marriage things. And one of the things she says over, like I said it a bunch of times on here, but like I stayed in this marriage for my kids. And then I looked at my baby girl and I was like, but would I want this marriage for my kids? And so, and no one knows the answer to that, right? Like you have to ask yourself, would I want my daughter or son to stay in a marriage where they weren't in love because they felt like they had to follow the rules and be a good girl. Do I want Mm. that for them? And if your answer is yes, then like no problem. My guess is your answer is no. We usually want like for our kids what we think is the best and then we don't do it for ourselves. So I don't know what your answer is. I don't know if you should say or if you should go. Um, I think it could be that you're open to this other guy at work because you're not feeling fulfilled in your marriage and that doesn't mean that you can't at some point feel fulfilled again in your marriage. But I think you got to really like, this is a question only you can answer. Yeah. It's super muddy. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot to isolate in this too. It's like from the outside, it seems like you're getting a lot of attention that you've been craving Mm -hmm. for some time. Mm -hmm. So here enter in this coworker that makes, that's probably um, very fun to get this attention and very exciting to be like desired and wanted and like it's flirtatious and it's fun, but you're absolutely crossing a line mm-hmm. um, because you are in a commitment of marriage. It's like tough to tell you, but you are 100% is what it is. Like mm-hmm. you're even if there's nothing physical, there's 100% like emotionally not okay mm-hmm. to like and I don't want to say it's not okay right, to be fantasizing about but another... like you need to make decisions. Yeah. You can't yeah. just be like um, doing both. Yeah. And it's almost like you need to try and isolate, go on a vacation with your husband with like no distractions and just like talk. And I don't know if you fill him in on everything that's going on. Like these are your decisions to make, but you need to like get this coworker out And like be able to really figure out what's going on with you. Like why are you craving this attention? What's going on? And like if you decide, if you do these 
these pieces that Ashley's talking about and you decide to stay with your husband, you need to leave your job. Mm. You cannot have this coworker person in your life. Mm. You know? And if this coworker is like showing you part of you that you haven't been able to admit to yourself, potentially, then you need you owe it to your husband to have that conversation. Yeah. You owe it to him more than anybody else. Yeah. If it's gotten this serious. Mm-hmm. You know, and if it's not serious, if this isn't like actually on the table, then like you need to cut things off with your coworker because this is like gonna develop into something that you probably don't want. <laughs> like right. yeah. Like, and like, it's easy to think that life, like I, you know, fantasize about a life with him. It's easy to think that it could be a wonderful life and it very well could, but it also could not. And, um, I also think that whatever you choose, it's very important. And this is really hard, very important to have your own back. So if you decide to leave your husband and then you go date this guy and this doesn't work out, your brain's going to want to tell you, I shouldn't have left my husband. It wasn't right. It's like, no, I made the right choice for me at the time. I was in a loveless marriage And it didn't work out, but like that guy was there for a reason to help show me how strong I am or like that I needed to get out. Maybe I never would have gotten out otherwise. I don't know. I just think it's really important that, and then if you decide to stay, right, then you can't play out the what ifs would have happened. There is no way to know what would have happened if you decide to stay. I do think it's probably a good idea to find another job, Um, but let this awaken the thing that you need to know about um, and do some deep diving in yourself and then have your own back. Like beating yourself, there is no upside to beating yourself up. So whether you stay or whether you go, because people are like, I don't want to make the wrong choice. I don't want to regret it. As if someone's holding a gun to your head saying, feel regret. Like you are the only one that allows you to feel regret, right? Like it's in your brain. So if you don't want to feel it, decide now I'm going to make the right choice for me with the best choice that I can right now. And maybe later my brain's going to tell me I should regret it. And I'm just not going to entertain that thought. I'm going to trust that it's going to unfold as it should. Got an idea. Got an idea. (laughs) Got an idea. Watch temptation Island, convince your husband to go and bring the coworker. Yes. See what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. And that's also, this is a temptation Island use case for us. Yeah. This is, did you say a Temptation Island news case? Use case. Oh. This is a use case. This is the right. perfect. This is exactly. Like, my new answer is just finding a reality show for everyone to apply show. for. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. Like, Catherine and her sister-in-law should go on Amazing Race. Hash it all out. Like, Oh, great call. You know, get to know each other. Yeah. Like, in that oh, way. Oh, shit. Shit's you know, going to come up on that. Yeah. Everything to the surface. Okay. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I had my first meeting with my therapist this week, which we did not even talk about because I forgot about it. And this is the kind of thing we'll talk about on Patreon. I'll deep dive over there. But I did have my first meeting with my therapist this week via BetterHelp, and I really liked him. So relationship, we know relationships take work with your kids, with your spouse, with your parents, but especially the one with yourself. And a lot of us will drop anything to go help someone that we care about. We'll go out of our way to treat other people well, but how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? Therapy has been something that I just, it is the best gift that really I can give to myself to understand my brain, understand why I work the way I do. And better help is it's online therapy with actual psychologists who 
it's you can do it on phone, video, or just chat if you want. But it is you you'll get matched with a therapist based on what you want. You don't have to see anyone if you don't want to. It is so much more affordable than in-person therapy and you could be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. So give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and you can sip with us listeners. Get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash sip. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash sip. Let's talk about Love Let's is Blind. Let's talk about Love is Blind and the lachets. Yeah. So this is going to be our, this is the hot topic. This mm-hmm. is the hot topic. Um, all okay. Right. By the way, I just opened Susie's Green Apple Hard Seltzer. And? <laughs> Pretty great. It tastes like a Green Apple Jolly Rancher. But there is no carbs, no sugars. Have you ever had a CBD seltzer? No. We were out last night. We went to that um, <laughs> zero mm-hmm. proof bar in Portland. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was able to have zero proof cocktails. Right. It was like a cool ambiance. Like it was okay. like we had like a view of the city and it like yeah. felt very kind of bougie and it was like it was fun. Yeah. But then afterwards we went to Rogue Brewing um, because they have good snacks there. Mm. They have like cake and pretzels and stuff. Mm. And then the... um uh, Chris and we were with some friends that got beers and stuff. We sat outside with fire pits, but uh, Rogue Brewery had CBD seltzers. Oh, which I thought was interesting. Nice. I didn't yeah. know that was a thing. Did anyone get one? No. Okay. But I thought if I wasn't pregnant, yeah, then you'd go for it. Maybe they anyway. also have like we- uh, weed ones too. I think with THC. Leah told us about it. I think at one point. Huh. Anyway. Can't get them a lot of places, but anyway. Before the Love is Blind reunion, oh, okay. the Love is Blind finale, and if you guys haven't seen this or if you're midway through, just skip this whole segment because there's going to be spoiler Yeah, we're city. not saving anything. We're not holding anything back. Did the yeses and nos, did any of them catch you by surprise? Um, I think... And for those of you, while you're thinking, who haven't watched Love is Blind, it's on Netflix... These strangers like get to know each other through rooms, so they can't see each other. They're called pods, and then in order to like see each other, you have to get engaged, and then they try and like schlep it in the real world together, see if they can make it as a couple. They make them move in together, and then they get them dressed up in their like wedding best in front of all their friends and family, and actually throw a wedding. And they get to the aisle, and they have to say "I do" or "I do not," and that is the absolute best part of the show. Uh huh. Um, I had seen a spoiler alert for Deeps and Shake. So I saw that Deeps walked away from Shake. Yeah. But if I hadn't, that one probably would have surprised me. Um, Chris and I, our jaws were on the ground. With Deeps? Yeah. Yeah. I would have thought that it would have been a no. Yeah. I think our, that it would have been a yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Well, I don't know if I would have thought Shake would have said yes, but I did for sure would have thought Deeps would. But then yeah. they also showed some stuff in the reunion that like he, it, they didn't show half of the things that he had said, right? And maybe yeah. – and that's probably so that it kept us guessing on sure. if she would say yes or no. Yeah. But um, I think all of them should have been a no. Mm. I don't think any of them are like – I was really surprised that Danielle and that guy who said yes – Said yes? 
Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh, did Nick, oh, do you know who Dave, go well. like, have you, I know you know who Dave Hollis is. Have you like seen him or anything? Mm-hmm. He is like for sure a twin or a brother. It is, he's so simple. So I can't look at him and not see Dave Hollis. Yeah. That's all I see. So I Danielle see and Dave. Yeah. 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 It's Danielle and Dave is exactly who it is. Yeah. Um, the way he talks and the way he looks. Were you surprised with Natalie and Shane? Because I think they were the couple that like, oh, seemed to be a for sure thing. Yeah. I did think that they would say yes. And I did think that they would get divorced. Um, mm. I don't think they're supposed to. Be. I don't know. That Shane guy, um, he's has a lot of trauma. Like he, you can see very clearly he's either on drugs has trauma or is on drugs and has trauma. Like, yeah. I feel like there's only three possible scenarios for that dude. Yeah. Um, she's too bal. Like, I feel like she's too level headed yeah. or something for him. Like he's a bit of a basket case. I feel like, Oh, he's a total basket. So I case. thought that they would have said yes. I'm glad that they, they didn't have. after. Yeah. See- um, I thought they were going to say yes up until they showed the wedding day. Yeah, of, co- of course, because you find out. But before they said, before she said no, for two reasons. One, he looked terrible. You don't show up on your wedding day. Like his hair, oh. aw- it was everywhere. Yeah. Like the guy did not look like he slept. Like you don't show up on your wedding day like that. And then two, she, when they did wedding dress shopping, she picked out a dress that, like everyone was emotional about that like was so beautiful all these things. She was wearing a different dress. Oh. Like she was wearing what did a that dress make you that think? you I thought oh, she's because not she's like, wearing, so this is not my wedding day. I don't want to waste I am my not dress putting on I didn't even put that today. Together. Yes. Like you don't oh. wear the dress that you're saying yes in. Yes. Right. I'm saving that for when I She really wore like a backup basic yeah. like and she looked beautiful but it was yeah. like not the dress but she, she also said out. at the reunion, didn't she, that like if it wouldn't have been for the fight the night before, she was a yes. Like she was a yes so until was that he. morning. Yep. So yeah. good thing that fight happened the night before because it was bound to happen at some time. Apparently yeah. Shane said, we don't really know what. Oh, I forgot to – okay. I forgot to tell you about this. We haven't even talked about this. So I'm telling you now about it. <laughs> I was going to say, I forgot to tell you. Um, so I watched the finale – and then I went and checked some of their Instagram accounts to see of course. Like, what's going on, right? Yeah. What'd you find and out? And Shane's story, all it was was a black screen that said, I have receipts. So, and that was it. That was his whole story on the day of, the, yeah. So like, what does that mean? Because apparently, if you guys haven't watched, Shane came home and like yelled at her and said things like, I hate you and you're the worst thing that ever happened to me. And then some other stuff. I don't know. And then he said on the show, like I'm, I've apologized for this and it is primarily my fault, but also it didn't come out of nowhere. Like you did some things too. So I'm like, what are the receipts? How? Cause then she was like, I'm sorry if I didn't make you feel good enough. So yeah. I was thinking, did she cheat on him or something? Right. But then it's like, I'm sorry. I didn't make you feel good enough. That's not, yeah. I don't know. So then like, like what receipts those... do you have? Yeah. It seemed like there was those things throughout the season two of like him being really sensitive. It seemed like he was being very sensitive to like needing a lot of reassurance from her. And like, she also um, did seem to be a little bit more uh, direct. Yeah. (laughs) Just like they compatibility is not. I'm okay. 
Yeah, I'm glad that they... I have to send you something. I'm going to send you this on text. It's a video. I died and I've been waiting to send it to you. Um, It's a TikTok video. Um, This girl acting like Shayna and Shane. But tell me if you get it. When you get it. Okay. And then play it loud and... Um, oh, yeah. You sent this to me. I did send it to you? Yes. And it is oh. so good. Okay. But you have to like – what's the name of this account? Because you have to uh, – let me look Dana here. Mooner on TikTok. Because her face, you have to like – Maybe go, we'll just have, upload it on Instagram. Maybe yeah, we'll we upload this on Instagram. But it, it is, is – She's so good. She's dead on because Shane like <laughs> – he just he I that's why I'm like he has trauma like the reason that he would have said yes to Val uh Natalie is because what I was afraid that the girl on that we just did two sips for would yeah. be saying yes for like he just needs someone to love him he needs he's marrying someone so that he feels like he's good enough he's worthy oh, of totally. love because his story is very clearly I am not lovable mm-hmm. um because he fit he like made her say compliments all the time and the only reason he didn't pick Shayna is because Shayna wasn't telling him like I'm super into you yeah I think that's why he was so pissed when finally she said it and he'd already asked Natalie to be his girlfriend because I think he was more into Shayna initially but then he's like I'll just be into whoever is into me that's what I I think he's just got like massive trauma totally at the reunion someone needed to put him in a better suit as well yeah his pants were real high and his arms were about to burst out of those little sausage casing armholes yeah Yeah. uh natalie and shayna were both wearing red i thought that was interesting there was a lot of red and blue i didn't even think i didn't even notice um other thing that was very clear was that nobody likes shake so i liked him i think it's fine that he wasn't attracted to her i think it's like he didn't say like she's ugly ever. I think yeah. it's fine that he wasn't attracted to her. I didn't like him until the the finale when she said no, and then he was like, "It's a party. I don't care. We're go." And then I went to his Instagram, and it was like, "It was what a fun night. We stayed out on my boy's yacht till five a.m." And it's like just overdoing this. Like his ego is just very fragile, apparently, yeah. because I don't. I don't know. He went real hard in the defense. Like, I'm fine. I don't even care. And then saying, yeah, she would have, if I would have said yes, she would have said yes to me. Um, but then I hated him on the finale. Every time he talked, yeah. everybody was like, roll, eye rolls, yeah. very visibly annoyed yes. by him. And I was like, wow, he's yeah. burned every bridge, every bridge on that stage, including I- the hosts. Vanessa yeah. and Nick were not neutral. No. They were, especially Vanessa. Oh, yeah. Um, and I agree. I wrote in my course, took notes. I thought yeah. it was totally fine that he wanted chemistry in a marriage. Yeah. Like, totally fine. Yeah. But what did he say that was not aired? Like, a lot of stuff that was aired, I was also like, you don't have to take it there. Like, it's okay to want chemistry. You don't have to be dragging right. this out and humiliating right. her. Right. And then clearly that was not even the half of it. So it's like, okay, yes. this guy is just a total pig. Yeah. Um, and it's weird. I mean, this is going to sound rude, but, like, he's not really in a position to be judging people on their looks. He's not ugly or anything, but he's not good looking. He doesn't have, like, a bomb body. I also wasn't... He was like trying to air dirty laundry 
And then yeah. everyone was kind of stopping him. But I was like, actually, let's go ahead and do that. He, I mean, he I wasn't wrong. Know, I want to know these things. He's like, the people truth at is home want to know things. And I'm like, yeah, they do actually. Yeah. So I like, thought the finale was boring because there was not enough drama. And yeah. so it was fair. Like when he said something and then people were like, nobody's thinking that shake. And I was like, no, probably a lot of people are thinking that. Like, yeah, he's like, we're here to give the people what they want. And they're like, no, we're not shake. He was very annoying to me because he just had to interact. He just wanted to talk, you know, yeah. but I also don't think he was necessarily wrong <laughs> in yeah. some of the, some of the things that he yeah. was saying. Um, I don't think that Ayana and Jarrett are going to make it. They seem mm. just seem very forced. The scene that they replayed with Jared oh, and Mallory. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. So I was thinking about that though. And I was thinking that was unfinished business. So it was absolutely um, unacceptable and disrespectful and shouldn't have happened. Agree. But I also was thinking it would be very hard not to. Like they didn't get any closure. And it was the first time that they had seen each other. And both of them probably thought like, oh, wow. Okay, I had a a connection and I'm attracted to this person. Yeah. Right. And it's not like it was like after the wedding that they had that, that would have been even like, that would be grounds for divorce, you know? So I, part of me was like that. It was definitely inappropriate. He was for sure flirting. She was flirting back to me. That shows that neither of them were super solid and secure in their relationships at that time. But that doesn't necessarily mean he didn't move into feeling very secure with Ayana. Yeah. Yeah. So I get why she was hurt, but I also am like, I also, that was, that kind of had to happen. They had to have that conversation. I feel like. Yeah. I didn't feel, it's not like they had, okay. It's not like anyone was exclusively dating and then went into a week away and then. Yeah. True. Like was meeting someone for the first time and betraying this like longstanding relationship. Right. And so I didn't feel like. Oh, Mallory, that was so disrespectful. It was like, okay, the attention probably felt good. Yeah. The flirtatiousness probably felt good to people who have been actively flirting for who knows how long and were like really into each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you kind of have to like, the whole point of the show is that you explore all these things and then it was sort of like Temptation Island hybrid coming in. Call. I think they had to go through that or something. What probably what probably sucked is being one of their significant others watching it and feeling yeah. how real it was. Mm-hmm. You right. know. But yeah. to your point, it's like they shouldn't have signed up for that show if they couldn't if they didn't believe that they could have moved on from that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and build up the relationships that they pick separately. But I don't yeah. fault Mallory or, or Jerry no. at all. Yeah. For it. Um, who else do we need to talk about? Because I have an idea. Okay. Something that got a lot of traction online, the Shayna eye squint. (laughs) It's very confusing to me. I don't understand. Literally love is literally blind. She never opened her eyes once on the show. I don't even think she knows what anybody looks like yet. I got two other things. Like I want your hot takes on one. When Kyle was like, I should have married Deep T. I should have asked Deep oh, T to marry me. That I'm was down on that. I am so I was like, hook it up. Get it. Yeah. Get inside of her right now. I'm down. Because I really like that guy. And I really like Deep T. 
Deep there D I want to be friends with. Article that was like, what's really going on with Deep T and Kyle according to Deep T? And I'm like, I don't trust that because it's coming from Deep T. I don't trust anything coming from Deep T or Kyle. I want to hear oh, what oh, other oh. people are seeing being oh, around them. I was like, do you think she's a liar? I see what they're you're gonna saying. play it right. peace. They're gonna not let us in. Yeah. I want to hear from Shake about the after party. What's going on with Kyle and DC? I don't want to hear from Shake. I don't ever want to hear that guy's I, voice I, okay, again. But just someone who's going to actually like spill the juice. Yeah. I want to know. Right. Who is that? Who would that be? Are they on flights I mean, together sitting by each other? I feel like all I could these? see Shane spilling juice. Yeah. So just anyone. He just doesn't know how to keep shit together, you know? Um, two other things. Every time they called it the experiment, I just felt like an eye roll like come on yeah. let's just call this what it is we're yeah. not in a science lab it's a fucking TV this show. is not this is netflix okay Great. it's just trash yeah. tv and i love it yeah. but let's just call a spade yeah. a spade also vanessa lachey uh-huh. the whole thing i don't know why i felt i don't even i can't even articulate what i felt when she was like making it personal about her and nick when yeah. she was like our paths you know i'm nick's second wife yeah, like referring to, to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When like his very infamous first wife was Jessica Simpson and yeah. somehow that being talked about in any kind of way on the reunion, I was oh. like, get my popcorn. Come on. Let's talk. like, I don't yeah. know why yeah. it was like, I don't know. Yeah. I, thought it was I interesting. also thought it was weird when Nick said something to shake and she was like, oh, sorry, ladies. That's my man. And I was like, yeah. get out of here. That's gr- weird. That's a yeah. weird. You guys are weird. Yeah. All right. What and I also don't like when he, she's like, I'm Vanessa Lachey. And he's like, and obviously I'm Nick Lachey. Yeah. Nothing's obvious about you, bro. Nobody knows. Everyone who you are. was dressed up and he was dressed down. He was wearing Whatever. a very I mean, he's probably a nice guy. Sweater. Did you see? Did you send me the email? What? Or something where someone was like, I'm so surprised the way that you feel about Nick. I think he's so nice. Oh, so someone was commented comment on, on Patreon. Patreon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm very judgmental towards him. And then I didn't love Vanessa after that finale. I thought yeah. she looked really immature. Okay, what do we need to try? Muck, ver- <laughs> Muck, Mary, kill. <laughs> Fuck, Mary, kill. Who are we doing? Who are we fucking marrying and killing? At, uh, from? You know, we have all of the choices of the people. Let's take this to Patreon. What? Yes. I guess. How do we do this? What? We take it to Patreon. Yes. Oh because of time. Because yes. of time. Yes. Okay, well, think about it then. I sh- certainly will. I'm wanted to, I am vibing right now and I'm really... Well, talk about it. You guys are going to have to hear it on Friday. All right. Buckle up. Fresh from San Diego, California comes the only sunglasses brand I'm ever going to wear again. I'm talking about Blender's Eyewear. And you're going to be hooked just as hooked as us when you see how awesome these shades are. Okay. So I went on the Blender's website and it's kind of like um, when you're on there shopping, there's tons of cool styles to browse from. But then as I was shopping, there was like this little notification that was like, someone just added the sunglasses that you're looking at to their bag or whatever. And I was like, oh, these are cute. So I bought them. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think I would have bought I don't know. I was just like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Validated that I thought they were cool or something. Right. And so I yeah. bought them. I have never gotten more compliments than I do on these sunglasses. Uh, but the backstory, you guys, Chase Fisher started Blenders by selling his beachy shades out of a backpack while doubling as a surf instructor. 
on Pacific Beach. His goal to create adventurous mid-priced eyewear option with the same cool factor as other leading styles. Unlike big brand shades that you've probably lost or smashed in the past, blenders are actually affordable so you're not going to cry as much when the inevitable happens. We, when we were in Hawaii, Chris um, got taken down by a wave and lost his sunglasses in the ocean. Uh, anyway, th- things happen. So Blender's team of in-house designers are constantly coming out with new styles from orange polarized wraparounds, tortoise shell frames with purple lenses to classic gold arms on black lenses. And it's not just sunglasses. They have prescription glasses, readers, and blue lights. Live life in forward motion with Blender's today. To score 15% off your Blender's purchase, visit blenderseyewear.com and enter promo code SIPVIP. That's blenderseyewear.com, code SIP, S-I-P-V-I-P, for 15% off. Blenders rocked with pride worldwide, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Rain, rain. Yeah, baby. Do we need to talk about Old Navy? Old Navy. Tell What's me. going? What cap? What comes over you? Okay, so um, we're potty training Ben. We're actively potty training Ben this weekend. So we're going off of, and I will recommend scale this. of one to ten. How's it going? I don't know how to answer that because it's okay. going right on track. So I guess okay. a ten, but that doesn't mean success. Like okay, it's or like, fun <laughs> or fun. Okay. It's like you know, it's um. The th- okay, so I read "Oh Crap Potty Training" by Jamie. Glowacki, G-L-O-W-A-C-K-I. And it's awesome because it's basically like preparing you for something that's like, I guess there's some kids where it's like perfectly easy and perfectly fine, but like most more often than not, it is you got to just be prepared and like brace for it. And like there's going to be accidents and there's going to be all kinds of things. But that's like what's supposed to happen. Like learning anything new isn't easy, especially for like little people people it's our job to teach them and so Mm -hmm. it's like more coaching for the parent to help just be cool calm collected patient have tools like you know know what to do and you should be if you're like most people going through this and your kid's not one of the outliers that's like totally gets it right away it should be like kind of exhausting right (laughs) right like yeah it's not going perfectly as planned and it's developmentally appropriate totally yeah and that's so it's exactly on track and that's like what helped reading that book of like, that's how you stay committed, I think. And that's mm-hmm. the big important part of staying committed. And I think had I, for me, had I not done some research and this book helped, I, there's a lot that would have happened that would have like thrown me off or made me think, oh, is he not ready? He's totally capable. And it's still, we're very committed and we're on track mm-hmm. and it is not a perfect line. It has mm-hmm. been a wild weekend. Okay. Okay. So she breaks things down into like three blocks and first block is like going commando, like not commando, but um, no pants, no diaper. And then it's going commando with like loose pants because you don't want the snugness feeling of like, right, what a diaper was. And so we thought we had a whole bunch of loose like shorts. Like we're like, oh, yeah, we have a ton. Like Chris and I both thought like in the drawer we have a ton. Come to find out we do not have what we need. Yeah. So during nap time yesterday, I ran over to Old Navy and I I was like, I know what's going to happen when I walk in. I'm coming in for one thing specifically. Mm-hmm. And I know it's all the way in the back of the store. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to walk in and there's going to be 
all kinds of things, shining lights trying to get yeah. my attention. <laughs> yeah. Right? And the way they display things, it's like there's things up high. They make you look high. They make you look low. Like there's cute things. Yes. The price points are way too affordable. Way. There's a lot to sift through. There's mm -hmm. big clearance signs. And it, it just will take all your time and you're going to leave like being – it's Temptation Island in Old Navy. <laughs> and it's very overwhelming, uh -huh. that yeah. place. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it because so, they know how to get to you. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like, you know, you like it, but you can't buy multiple of the same thing. But yeah, no. I also hate it. That's also onslaught. what comes up for me is hate. Yes. Rage. <laughs> <laughs> same same yes it's like it's too it's too many options it's overwhelming so much stimulus yeah so much stimulus and yes. i'm like i don't even i don't know what to do what to look at where to go like yeah it's a lot to process and take in yeah so it makes me want to hit the eject button take me back out of the store because i don't know where to start and I also don't know what is reasonable from a price point perspective, because there are sometimes when you go in, you're like, wait, they're going to sell this to me for $5. <laughs> and sometimes it's like, yeah. wait, this is 29. That's right. the equivalent of like, like at the old Navy prices. That's like, so like with, you know, time. Ben shorts, I found some that were like five bucks, six yeah. bucks. I'm like, cool. But then there were some that were like 17 and I'm like, I got to dig for the $5 ones. But right. Like the same. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was. Actually, that could be a rant in and of itself. The price of kids' clothes. Yeah. Because they they literally only wear them for like a couple months. Three months. Yeah. Three Especially to six when they're months little max. kids. Yeah. Yes. That's Babies. what I'm yes. Yeah. That's such a good point. Like yeah. the uh, you know, I'm more I don't even know where old navy is around me, so I mostly do Target. But it's like I always want to get them on sale because I'll buy something. I'm like, oh, this dress is so cute. And it's a $17 dress. Okay, cool. Well, she'll wear it four times and then done. Yeah. It's like, and then shoes. You know, my favorite shoe brand is Seek High Run. Do you ever do those? I've heard of them. But they are like $30 to $50 shoes. Investment. It's yeah. an investment. I mean, I spend less than that on some of my shoes, you know? Yeah. It's an investment and they're worth it if they're going to be able to like wear them. Yeah. But their feet are growing too. Yep. What the hell? What yeah, the, the hell? price of yeah, that's like I totally hijacked your rant, but like No, that's... this is a joint. This is a mutual. This is a this is a pylon. Yes, <laughs> a pylon. Yeah. Old Navy it sends me into a manic mode. I was in fight or flight. Yeah, fight that's that's it. That's exactly it. And I felt it. a lot of relief when I left. <laughs> yeah. And the sun was out. It's like I'm free. Oh my god. I survived. I made it through. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel you. That's yeah. yeah. Um, What's your rant? I don't feel like I even should go there, but my rant is branded gear. So there's companies that send me shit all the time. Yeah. And some, some of it's good, but like roommate hasn't done this, but I'm just using it as an example. So I love all of roommate stuff. Like I use them all the time. Right. But if they were to send me a shirt that said roommate on it, wouldn't wear Fuck it. no. Yeah. I'm going to throw that away or I'm going to put it, I'm going to put it in a goodwill bag. But like who wants a shirt that says that? So when companies that I like send me stuff with their name on them, I'm like, yeah. what? Send me $20 instead or just don't send me anything. I don't, I feel like I'm, I'm 
like taking the planet down. Yeah. Because people are sending me things that I will never wear. This company, this, uh, I don't want to name them, but they um, make like kids bath things. And they sent me a hat with their yeah. name on it. I was like, what am I going to do with this? You know what I'm going to throw it away. Is what Decals. Like, and just like any kind of thing you buy, like sometimes yeah. on Amazon or whatever, when they send like the sticker decals the sticker? that right. you would like put on your computer, like, <laughs> yeah. or like what even Apple do does that this? when you buy a new iPhone, they give you yeah. like that Apple decals. Like, yeah. are people really using, is that what they're called? I can't believe that people will use the Apple. Fine. Maybe. But like, but like, like yes. are people, is that a thing? People I use decals? You. And oh my God, I feel terrible. But there was this book series that I read. One of my favorite book series. Loved it. And then she sent me a whole box because I talked about it because I loved it authentically. She then, I don't know how she found that I talked about it because I didn't tag the author in it or anything. And she sent me this whole box. It had to have been like $50 worth of merchandise. And I didn't do anything with any of it because it was all branded the title of the book. What the fuck am I going to do with that? Yeah. No, it's a clutter in my house is what this is. But then I feel bad. Like I don't want to throw it away because it's like, Someone spent money on this and thoughtful, yeah. but I will never use a keychain or the stickers that you sent or the t-shirt or the hat. Like I don't need those things. So like branded gear is a no. That's why I think our merch is great because we did do the Sip Squad stuff initially um, just to like have that. But otherwise it's like a very small logo on the arm or something. Yeah. And then it's very wearable stuff. I like our shit, you know? Well, and even like the you can sip with that stuff is not like um... – it's like a phrase. Right. 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 Like, yeah. It's not like we're but, tagging our Instagram or it's our faces on there or something. Yeah. Like just the unuseful things that I'm just going to yes. throw away. I just feel yes. like, come on. I think come so. This on. is a call to all companies to stop, stop making those things. No Unless it's being to. purchased. Unless someone's going on and like, I want the SD cal. Yeah. Let's just True. not throw but don't lot. include it in the box it's not yeah. it's not a nice feature no it's wasteful wasteful yeah i agree um my rave speaking of potty training is i love seeing ben being proud of himself for like overcoming and learning yes. you know like i think it's so cool to like learning new things isn't always easy for anyone Mm-mm. and yeah. like the author of this book that I mentioned earlier, she compared it to when she took her son skiing for the first time. And she's like, he cried. I cried. Like it was not an awesome day. Like it was a lot of learning. And she's like, and now skiing is like his favorite thing. And not that going to the bathroom is going to be like Ben's favorite thing, but it's cool to like teach and to he's like, there've been moments this weekend that have like not been fun. Um, and like, I don't, don't want to get specific about it because it's just every kid's different yeah. and like whatever. But there have also been a lot of moments where I can tell like he's really proud of himself mm-hmm. and like, that's so cool. And I just, yes. that's been my highlight. So he's my, he's my rave. Oh, go Ben. Yeah. Go yeah, Ben. They're so resilient. It's so cute. Um, my rave is just reading books. I have so it was like I don't know it was sometime last year where I decided I want to start reading books for fun because I had always said like I don't have time to read books for phone for fun and um so I read a bunch last year loved it and then I think I found my genre and my genre is romance yeah um it's like 
I always thought it was going to just be like sappy, like 50 shades of gray, which I'm not interested in that. But the thrill of watching like a, like struggles in a relationship and just like, want I'm like cheering for these yeah. characters. Right. I am so invested now in, I, I don't even really want to watch TV anymore. I just want to read. Um, I read a book this weekend and it will be on my faves. I'll talk about it more, but the friend zone. I can't wait. Oh my God. To read it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to read it. It's yeah. so good. And I just started, it's a, I didn't even know that it was a three part series, but I started the second book today and the first, Oh, there's actually, uh, will what? I talk about it later? Should I just talk about it? I don't know. But there's, um, one relationship in there is these best friends, these girls, right? So it's a romance, but there's a best friend, um, thing in there. And there's something like so beautiful about that girlfriend relationship. And I thought about you a lot during it. Just like there was good things that happened. And then there was really hard, devastating things that happened in the way that they were like just there for each other and yeah. knew each other. And like, uh, I just loved it so much. So if you're looking for a book, it was a little bit, took me maybe 50 pages to like get into. And then I was yeah. in it and I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was obsessed and it's so fun to read. Like I just love it so much. So I'm glad that I stopped telling myself I don't have time to read. Um, I always had time to read. I just yeah. didn't make time to read. I didn't choose to. And that was fine. But yeah. now I'm choosing to. And it's very fulfilling and rewarding. And I love it. Yeah. So. You've made me read more books this year. It's so fun. Which um, has been really nice to just also like not have the screen time right before yes. bed. To, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm getting know. the weekly notifications for screen time, you know? Yeah. And I, it's like every week I'm like down, down, down because I'm just reading now, which is cool. It's great. Yeah. It's wonderful. This is you a guys long can, one. I know. In well, that's what she said. You can sit with us always. <laughs> Tell a friend. Um, leave us a nice little note in the reviews. Tap the five star. It all keeps this pod going, and we just absolutely love you guys, and we love this pod. So let's keep everything going um, forever and ever until the end of time. Um, but you can sit with us always, and uh, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We Sign same, me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm -hmm. out of 30 days. Boom. Paid for. Yeah. 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 Totes. Kaboats. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.